Skin and Blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Welcome to Sazzy and Fran. Two sisters from across the pond, supporting each other through thick and thin. The good times this is, and the bad. This is not Sazzy and Fran. That's a coffee oh shop. Oh my God, that's your cafe. Welcome to Skin and Blisters, the podcast <laughs> that, always, that always leaves you wanting more. Exactly. Love that. Welcome, Greg. Love some shade in the morning, protects my skin from the sun. Thank you, Greg. No, wanting more is good. It means like you want more of the podcast. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Okay. You can frame it in a positive light. I see. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce that the roles have reversed today. Kelda is in a very bitchy mood. And Sarah (laughs) is quite confused because she's not sure what role to take in life anymore. Kata, why are you in a bad mood today? I'm not actually. I've just, I think I've stopped like meditating. So I need to start meditating again. Please for all of us start again. (laughs) Wait, I can't just be the family positive person. That's too much. But I have turned really positive recently. So maybe it's yin and yang. So I've got really positive and then lost some of yours. You stole it from me. Yeah, after all your therapy sessions on the phone with me, I've become. <laughs> That's become... what happened. It's like you leached it out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm terrible. worried about the audio with you moving that much, Greg. Oh my gosh. Sarah. I'm a little office chair. <laughs> Sarah, you're just like. <laughs> Sarah, you're just there, like pictures. bringing the administrative vibes. Sit still. Uh oh. Sarah looks like a cat today. She's quite catty. Anyway. I feel like she was always a cat. Don't you think? Yeah. She's just always stirring the pot with her little paw. We learned about this in psychology today. Cats are as smart as kangaroos. If you take the on the scale of body mass to brain size. Okay, but that doesn't give us much information because we don't know how smart kangaroos are. So that's not very useful information. No, but the scale is body mass (laughs) to brain size, okay? (laughs) So it compares the body mass of the animal to the percentage of the body mass that is their brain. Okay, Okay, so where are humans on that scale of... Cat it was kangaroo just about animals that scale, but they're probably at. The we top. are animals. <laughs> which, which animal is like after humans though? What like before, like in smart smartness? Yeah, yeah, like in spot number two compared to that's probably really apes, from, like, right? Whales, though. whales have like a really raw deal. Whales are huge, so they have bigger brains, right? Yeah, I know, but I feel like compared to their weight, then they're brain power would be minuscule. Do you know what I mean? Moles are smarter than cats if you use that. Scale. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like this big. Hold yeah, up but... hand, forefinger and thumb together. <laughs> are you like an animal psychologist or something? Yeah. Next semester, I can take an animal psychology class. Sarah would would love that. Can you imagine? She's going to be like a therapist for dogs. I can just see it. I could see that that becoming a thing. It could definitely be a thing. I mean, dogs are like, uh, dogs get anxiety and depression. (laughs) Yes. So we we gathered from meeting Luna. (laughs) (laughs) Slam dunk. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I thought of I thought of one question for the pod today. Wait, I'm proud. just I'm just thinking mm-hmm. of a rejoinder. So at least she has some character, Luna. And like some <laughs> What the cats. cats? They have a lot of character. Also, they're as smart as moles and kangaroos. And they're way more low maintenance than dogs. That's what I like about them. They're funnier too. Yeah, they're just like, they're just like, 
they just do weird stuff. A friend of mine said recently that it's like having a mini tiger in your house. And he was like, how cool is that? It's pretty cool. To me, it's <laughs> cool if you like to be eaten for breakfast. That people a... always say this. They're always like, your cat would eat you if you died. And I'm like, that's fine. If I die and my cat's hungry, they can eat me. That does not bother me. But would you eat your cat if it died? No. <laughs> if you were hungry, you would. I mean, yeah, if it was like post-apocalyptic and there was like no food. The I would first use them. podcast goes to post-apocalyptic is frankly <laughs> post-apocalyptical. Is that a word? No. Guys, let me, right. let me ask you a question. I thought of one yeah, question please. for the pod, so we need to answer it. Um, this question is inspired by a spider. So I found a spider yesterday. It was called Fred, a tiny, tiny baby one. It was super cute. And then this, this. How did you know its name? Mm, I'm a spider whisperer. They call me Quentin Tarantula. <laughs> oh, that's such a bad <laughs> joke. <laughs> and the pod is sung to an all-time low. Anyway, so this, this morning I found its mum on the ceiling which is a bit sad because I'd already taken Fred outside. So oh my God. Guess, hopefully it was time for him to leave the house. But here's my question anyway. So let's say you wake up tomorrow and your brain is in the spider on the ceiling, but nothing else. So you can fully like function as the spider, but you are the spider and you just wake up in, in, the, in a spider in your house. How do you like communicate to people that you love not to kill you and that you are the spider? Greg, this has been laid out in a book. Seriously? Charlotte's Web. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I Quite mean, not exactly, but she makes this big like sign with her web saying, don't kill the pig. <laughs> oh, seriously? Greg, yeah, do you not remember? It's a different, do a little a bit. different yeah, scenario. That's true. Okay, well, I would make a web that said, don't kill me, I'm Kelda. <laughs> I don't know if that would be enough motivation. But here's the question. <laughs> Actually, if I did that, I, you know what? That's a bad idea because, like, then my family would be like, yes, it's our chance. I can... <laughs> Uh-oh. Get out of the dust. We can just swat this spider really quick. Um. No, I mean, like, what would your body be doing, though? I mean, I guess your body, yeah, good question. I, In I a guess, coma? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Now, um, your body is in the spider somehow. It's like somehow more than the spider. Yeah. Uh, okay, there's not like a, a, a shell behind. Um, I would, I would just crawl to the most safe place I could find. And stay there. Like if I could get out the Sarah, that's basically how you live your life right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no difference whatsoever. Except I would have be I would be a spider, so I wouldn't have to work. I just eat flies for lunch. That's working. Pasta. You have to make a web like every day. Right. It's a Cal lot of work. Calda, this is a good question because this is something I thought of after the spider question. So then let's say you wake up, because I also have a cat in my house at the moment. Um, let's wake up and you're in the body of your cat, but you have the option to change back to human form. But think about cat's life. You just run around, do whatever you want, get fed whenever you want. Everyone loves you. So do you stay as the cat or do you change back to human? I'm staying as a cat. I've always wanted to be a cat. It's like the best life ever. Do you have the subconscious of a human or of a cat? Cat, but you have like a window of time, let's say like five hours where you have enough human wherewithal that you can change back if you want to. And then you're a cat. So like then your subconscious is happy to be a cat. Yeah, you're like happy. You, you just have like a normal cat life, basically. You're not like a human brain trapped in a cat. Yeah, that would be odd. I think. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. 
I think remaining a cat is a good option. Do you remember that game in the Brewer House? Like, uh, oh, oops. Remember the game in the commune? Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I can imagine if you Cat's cat, out of the bag already. <laughs> cat's out of the bag. The, <laughs> sorry, the editing is gone. Uh -oh. Doesn't matter. You're not editing. <laughs> But do you remember that game, Poor Pussy Scat? Imagine yeah. if you the cat's brain and you were just continuously somehow stuck in a nightmare of that game. Oh, my God. That'd be horrendous. That game is so funny. I, I don't remember how it works. Do you remember how it works? Yeah, you just like, you, you go down like as if you're a cat and you, you have to crawl around to the people on the floor. And they try and make them laugh, and they have to say "poor pussy, poor pussy, poor pussy scat" without laughing. And if they do that, then you go to the next person. And if they laugh, then they become the pussy. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with this game. There is, yeah. Greg, tell us about your weekend, because I feel like we're just rambling. Ramble yeah, about your weekend. Are. Sorry, isn't that what isn't we that always do? There? Yeah, I'm yeah. Why? Did, why is there suddenly tons of pressure now that I'm here? <laughs> weekend. Well, what did I do? I can't even remember. I know it's so boring. I'm so old. I can't even remember what I did. Because like. I slept bad last night, and I really have no. Ah, oh my goodness! We played this game called Risk, and it turned into like a massive war. Oh, I love that. Actually, horrendous. Such a fun game, though, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Isn't it supposed to be a war? Like World War II or something? It is, but it turned into an actual war. So, yeah, oh. it was a bit of an issue. Wait, but... was, were people angry? Yeah, they certainly were. <laughs> Did you cheat? Because you used to cheat whenever we played board games, and it made me, like, really angry. Well, this is how the story goes. <laughs> So right now I'm staying with a family in Frankfurt that I've known for a while. And they have uh, a an 11-year-old kid we got on really well. So we're playing Risk, and I made an alliance with him. He had North America, I had South America. But then I attacked through Asia, and he got so angry. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, come on, like, chill. <laughs> like, but he was just so angry. And I felt really bad. <laughs> oh my god. Why? Because you already had an alliance and then you attacked him. No, but we had an alliance just between the Americas, right? So I that thought. That's such a Greg to... thing to do. No, I thought it was fair game to attack through Asia. And I had my eye on India and China, two manufacturing hubs. So who can blame me after oh I got gosh. kicked out of Afghanistan early? But the funny thing was, the person who got Afghanistan they couldn't hold it they got like they they lost it quite quickly so you're saying it's true to life seems to be yeah although there was a massive war in australia so i don't know where that came. was it france then russia then america that got afghanistan yeah it was just the germans every time that oh, got afghanistan. you know that's kind of messed up you're playing that game in germany yeah <laughs> Germany is like really uh, like aware of this, like they, they really don't like to let their kids play like shooting games. Um, and for example, like with the camps, when we want to play like laser tag or paintballing or something, it's like some parents like really don't like it because it's like very strong against guns and stuff like that. Sarah, you're so quiet. I know. <laughs> 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 what is I'm going so on sleepy. with you? Sarah's oh just completely. Wait, let's talk about the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah has just left. She's left. She's just only here with her body. Nothing else remains. I'm still thinking about the spider situation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear? Okay, Do you want to hear about a war I experienced this weekend? Speaking okay. of wars, yeah. wars, wars are very appropriate for this time and place. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so 
my gym did like this this team duel between the gyms and basically like all the high level or like four high level people from each gym like fought each other mm -hmm. to see like who would win <laughs> and everyone went and watched <laughs> That's wild. It was so fun. You love this fighting situation. <laughs> Every time we talk, it's like, and then I fought. This I didn't fight. I just watched. I was and there with won. popcorn. I don't actually yeah. know. I think it might have been my, like, the Austin one. But <laughs> it ended with, it was actually weird. Okay, so first... Our team, the guy was like fighting, he got like arm barred. Uh -huh. And instead of which an arm bar for those who don't know is when you like threaten to like hyperextend their elbow. Mm. And like it's really painful. Um, and the guy just didn't tap. Like, and everyone got so excited, they all like ran in into the middle and were like yelling and stuff. I sent Greg a video. Yeah, um, very uh, gladiatorial. Yeah, isn't that weird? And then, but he was fine. But then, like, at the end, someone got hurt, and it was quite bad. So uh, That's what always happens with, like, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, it starts fun, and then it gets competitive. and It got, like, way too people. competitive. I weird. mean, there were, like, 50 people standing around them, egging them on, so it was, like, clear yeah. that like, someone was just going to go wild at some point. Yeah. Tis the nature of the beast. Also, it's like yeah. a bunch of like hyped up men like fighting yeah, yeah, each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, it's all fun till the fat lady sings. No, was she there? I mean, not to throw shade, but no, no one was that fat. No, she was so Jim. She was she was making shade herself. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not very anyway, that was like a really weird experience. I've never been to anything quite like that before. So safe to say it's crossed off my bucket list. Calda, yeah, I would cross that right off. Calda, uh -oh. <laughs> oh here's an interesting question for you as an experienced fighter. So I'm going to Thailand um, to do like a Muay Thai camp in January. Mm -hmm. Or I might do boxing. I don't know. I might do like Western boxing. Do Muay Thai. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not very flexible and my shins are not conditioned enough. So it might not. I'll probably just mm. get injured if I do it. But anyway, the question is, and my feeling is no, but I will, I'm interested to hear your argument. Um, is should I do, should I schedule a fight at the end? Because then it will like really push me. Do you know what I mean? But it's so yeah. brutal. That I, I just, I'm not sure if I want to. Um, not if, like, do you get to wear like a helmet or anything? Like a bike helmet, that'd be sick. No, they have like fighter helmets, like your like head and ear protection. Do you get to wear that? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can if you're an amateur, but then probably no one will get knocked out though. I guess it would just be more for like the sparring. Yeah, definitely don't schedule a fight if you're going to get knocked out. Because, like, head injuries can alter you forever. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I would knock the other person out, but... Well, what if... Yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't. That's why I do jujitsu and not, and not, like, Tell boxing. Tell us what, you, what the point is of this, of this yeah. fight. Well, there is no point. But what I was thinking is I could <laughs> schedule a fight and then just call in sick on the day. But oh then I God. could be like, really like, uh, convince myself that I'm going to fight. And then at the last second, just be like, nah. So it would like force me to train really hard, but then it would be bad for the opponent. Yeah, it feels like rude to the opponent. No, nah, I wouldn't and, do that. And but... also you've already got that idea. So yeah, I don't so see it's how you're going to trick yourself. Well, I often hide chocolate from myself. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't yeah you're like a squirrel yeah i like literally hide it from myself but then i remember where i hit it and then i just think "Ooh, one little chocolate one this will kill is me. an interesting thing actually because... look at the psychologist over here it's a bit much no. <laughs> no, she's psychoanalyzing us because okay you have to answer separately 
Gerg and Coops. Um, that's what they've called themselves. So read into that. KK Oops. Dr. Gerg, please. Thank Queen you. KK Gerg and Queen Coops. Um, <laughs> anyway, the question is, and no shade or whatever term we're using, <laughs> but if you get, oh, if you get a chocolate bar, you eating the whole thing or are you eating it in like little squares over a couple days? It doesn't matter, but I'm just interested. I always tell myself when I buy it, I always tell myself, like, even with a tub of Ben and Jerry's, I say, all right, this will last me a week and I'll just have a little bit every day to treat myself. Then yeah. the reality is that I eat it all the second I get home. Like, yeah. okay. Same as Gerg. I have like no willpower as Frog and Toad would say. Oh, that's such a good book. So I, I have to like, literally like my only willpower is when I'm buying in the supermarket. And sometimes I like Me too. And then I take them back because I'm like, don't do it because you'll just eat it all straight away. Me too. Like, house, I don't buy like, it. Mm. But if that's someone okay, gives it to me, very... it's all over. <laughs> I have about five bars of chocolate in my cupboard. I she did this just so them. she could feel superior to us. Greg. So no, I don't think it. it's superior. I just think it's an interesting <laughs> thing. But yeah, maybe yeah, it's because yeah. I buy such shit chocolate that I don't want to eat it. Why do you buy shit chocolate? Because I'm vegan. <laughs> no, fair enough. Those are rare. <laughs> um, this reminds me, Greg, the other day I, so my, we had friends staying with us and their little four-year-old um, chose a bar of chocolate for me, Simon, and the chicken, and like gave them, gave us each one. And it was really cute because she had like chosen which one she thought each of us would like. Anyway, Simon. Did she pay? No, her mom did. Oh, <laughs> the next nice. day, Simon left for work for to San Francisco. Uh -huh. And then last night, after he came back, he was like, I really want my chocolate bar. Safe to say, it was not there. It was gone. Where was and it? I was like, in my stomach. Calda or... was just licking her chops. And then it reminded me of Greg, because like this one time Greg bought me an Easter basket, and then he ate the entire thing before <laughs> I even opened it. And I was I like, I'm as that. bad as Greg. I forgot about that. That's terrible. I remember that now. And I was doing What's this a good the... day. The worst thing I've ever done is I bought like some really nice chocolates in duty free. Um, when I was on my way to like visit a friend, um, <laughs> or it was a job, I can't remember, but anyway, in the plane, I was feeling a little peckish and I was like, wow, I just sneaked Peck -peck. one out. <laughs> I ended up eating the entire, it was like a really nice box of chocolates as well. I ended up eating like the entire thing. So I got there and I was, there's just no chocolate left. I felt so bad and a little sick as well because it was a lot of chocolate. Oh, no, I, I don't understand. That's very interesting. I feel like I wish I had that kind of lack of in inhibition. What do you that. mean? You don't wish you had that. You're just saying that to be like, no, relatable. because like I can't, <laughs> I would never do that. Like I have too many like <laughs> ideas in my head about how stuff is going to go. And if I have an idea and it changes, it's like more upsetting than the taste of the chocolate. What ha always happens with me is I do the same as Greg and then like, and it'll taste so good, like as you're eating it and the minute you're done, you just feel like absolute shit. It's terrible. But it only... It only happens once you're done eating it. So I go to my trick, which I've been, I mean, I'm trying to get better with it. So my trick is I just buy like really small chocolates or like really small ice cream or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, it's like, too. 
I'll still eat the whole thing, but it's not the same as if I have like a massive tub of ice cream or a huge chocolate bar. Yeah, it's weird because like sometimes I'll be like just Greg, do you do this where you like mindlessly eat stuff and then like you just did it for the sake of eating? It's like stress eating or whatever. Not even stressed. Just, just regular. Yeah, yeah. I do that. I too. mean, I do that for sure. Like I'll just stand at the fridge and graze like a. But you could never gain weight cow. doing that because it's all like celery. Because it Broccoli all tastes so bad. Yeah, exactly. It's a very good way to diet is just make sure your diet like doesn't taste that good. <laughs> That's like, yeah, yeah maybe that true. is why. I wonder though. It's very, I, yeah. But um, anyway, this, your, oh, sorry. I can tell an incident, but I already told it to Dr. Gerg. I want to hear yeah. it. Has it been on the pod? No. It has not. Because it happened recently. Because the pod uh, only happens at once every 25 years now. Oh dear. On de Papa. That means when the Pope dies. Careful, you That's might get put on a list, says. White smoke bellows from the Vatican <laughs> as Sarah begins yeah. the story. Go. Uh, okay. So the other day I came out of this, I was studying in a coffee shop. I came out, got my bike, was unlocking my bike. And suddenly I was surrounded by people doing a protest of some sort. I didn't really understand what was going on, um, but I was surrounded by them. I don't feel like I'm in the right mood to tell a story, but should I just keep going? It's a bit late now. There's been so much buildup. We have to hear it. Okay. It's a typical Sarah family supper experience. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'll just tell Ooh, it. The attention's on me. What a great, great pity. Let me tell us. She loves to leave everyone hanging. Yeah. Can I just quickly interject? But Sarah was once told like a three-hour story about which just had no ending and then finally the punchline became that she was scared of her teacher because he had a mustache i remember this the big <laughs> so scary like, man yeah mustaches are very uh traumatizing are you afraid of sightman i'm surprised you're in italy to be honest mario yeah. type thing oh <laughs> newsflash simon might come to portugal oh that'd be awesome yeah. Okay, we need to like not just discuss that. Okay. Saz, keep going. That's so cool. you came out, there was a protest. Okay. The so I was surrounded uh, by all these protesters. I couldn't like get my bike out and leave. I was, I needed to go to university. Um, and then there was like loads of police as well around the protesters. Um, okay. So that was part of it. I mean, and then, okay, all the protesters left and I was like, okay, now I can leave. And I just looked across the street and there was this man, it's not funny. There was this man lying on the ground and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> stop laughing. So I go over and there's this big group of like older people and he's older, the man lying on the floor, right? There's this big group of older people just standing over him, just like, like looking like hens around a coop. No, like hens around a <laughs> grain barrel, just like staring at this man. <laughs> what a visual. <laughs> and then like more and more people were coming. Okay. So I'm like, okay, fuck's sake. We got it. Um, call an ambulance right because this is an elderly person wait it's wait how do you say fuck's sake in italian um vaffanculo i think uh so you need to work on your accent vaffanculo no i don't know how to do it but no because i don't want to be like oh, that like that's all anyone ever you okay Kelda? <laughs> left halfway through the what is that noise? Oh, it's the protesters. Know, I've heard it for a while. <laughs> I could still hear it as well. Hear what? Anyway, so I'm, I'm looking. 
You okay, God? There was just really loud mowers outside. It was driving me insane. The rest of us as well. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm looking around. No one's got their mobile out. So I'm like, okay, we need to call an ambulance. Of course, no one understands what I'm saying. <laughs> so I just end up like standing there just shouting someone call an ambulance why didn't you someone call an ambulance um the because i don't speak italian so if i called the ambulance it would be very confusing i'm sure anyway speakers yeah uh, they must have english speakers in the emergency services it's such a like touristy i don't I, I don't know. Probably they do. That's a good point. But do you know the ambulance code for Italy? Is it one one one? No. Nine, Probably nine, if nine. I called nine nine one or whatever the American one is. Nine one one. Don't confuse people. Nine one one. Okay. You know, in the UK, they you can use nine one one. Yeah, because America, America. Yeah. Because of 9 11. It's Craig. No, not because of 9 11. Why is it 9 1 Is it because everyone remembers 9 11? That would actually no, be Greg, it was way Americans... before 9 11. That... I remember it being 999. That's, Brit- that's England. It is 999, but you can call 911 because Americans can't remember 999. That's not really? true. It is true. <laughs> anyway, yeah. no one called uh, an So I was like going over to young people and being like, we need to call an ambulance. And then being like, yes, we agree with you. And uh, me going, call an ambulance. And anyway, as I told you, I'm not I can really just see Saz like just gesturing wildly. But also yeah, with my bike. So I was like, oh, anyway, then like a police and a police officer came over and it was fine. But Polizia. I was very surprised because if I see like an old person lying down, I'm like, get the ambulance. The, the funny part <laughs> about this is that you didn't call the ambulance. No, Tana, I don't do you think know? that that's weird because I don't I don't think my phone can call. Uh, Italian numbers anyway. What? Carter, do you know like why he had, what the diagnosis was when the ambulance got there? What Apparently was Sarah it? had been like telling one of her stories. <laughs> and the guy was <laughs> old anyway. So he's just like, you know what? I'm checking out. <laughs> he's like, I've had it. <laughs> I'm, I'm 85 anyway, whatever. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> He was literally bored to death. <laughs> anyway, what I'm really interested to hear about is, I mean, I think you talked about it last pod maybe as well, but it's like you guys school, because I always think like, oh man, oh Claude, Calder's cat is there. It's the cutest cat ever. Her cat is so interesting because like when I stay at Calder's house, like Claude is coming in the morning. And it's so cute. It comes like on your bed and like meows. And then it starts like poking you in the nipples with its paws. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, she uh... bit my nipple. Oh my, oh my word. I feel oh like that's... <laughs> Are you that serious? He has such a cute personality. It's funny because we've convinced, like whenever we have a house guest, they end up like getting a cat. Except for Saz. She's cold hearted, but No, I would love to have a cat. Else. A little sister for Loon baby. She'd get a little Italian cat. <laughs> Ciao Bella. I wonder if Luna would like to talk it though. I don't know. I think yeah, this is a good question. Because people have cats and dogs together. There's also a whole genre of people's pets that ride on each other. I saw like a picture of a <laughs> <laughs> a dog Brain with a cat musicians. and a hamster on Brain the town musicians. I also yeah, thought exactly. of that. That is so funny. 
when i was in bremen many years ago there was a statue of it and i was like that looks so familiar it was like a donkey with a dog on top with a cock on top of the dog (laughs) and a cat on it there somewhere as well and i was like this is so weird this reminds me of and then i was like oh it's bremen that is so weird for those who don't know it's a a childhood story where what is it like the robbers take over a farmhouse and so then the animals get together to try and scare them out yeah yeah it's a whole it's a whole vibe and then they all end up climbing on each other's shoulders and like looking in the window what is your favorite childhood story by the way because we heard I, I found some like I was reintroduced to some bangers recently like that one about frog and toad is so good where they make the cookies yeah eating them that's definitely oh. one of my favorites and then there's that other one that's amazing which goes like hundreds of cats thousands of cats millions mm. and billions and trillions of cats and the man and the wife are only allowed to take one home and then all the cats fight each other and there's only one little one left oh my word oh that was so traumatizing i remember yeah, that it's horrible King in the yangtze river do you remember that uh, what yeah. about that one where um the guy falls down the well and his name is too long oh, yeah. so no one can get him help in time Are you Very yeah that's the <gasps> the gunny should be a lesson the gunny wolf is the best. That was epic. Sometimes I tell kids in camp that story and they love it for some reason. Anyway, then there was, I just thought of one. Um, you know, the Richard Scary book where the yeah, pigs eat bacon. Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. Mother's work is never done. Mum used to love that story. You really the, liked that one? Of like the mum pig who never had like a million children. <laughs> so relatable. And then the dad in those, you know, the dad in all those old stories is like so stupid always. Like they always paint mm-hmm. the dad as like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And But yet yeah. somehow he like, is able to earn money and the the mom is like the smart one and she's not like allowed out of the house it's very that's weird actually, yeah that's very back in the day but yeah. greg rem- remember the arthur one we were talking about oh yeah i'm so with you like that arthur and dw thing like arthur was such a nerd and what even kind of animal is he that's what i keep wondering like i can't figure it out is he like a, like a capybara Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know what he was meant to be. Isn't it weird, like, how unlikable those characters are? Wait, guys, do you remember Highlight magazines? Yeah. And then there's uh, the good guy and the bad guy. Goofus it's like, and Gallant. Goofus, Goofus and Gallant. Oh, do you know that? So, so the chicken gets hi- highlights now, and they've made Goofus and Gallant into one person with multiple what? personalities. No way. Or maybe it was always that and we just didn't realize. That makes more sense though, because like, to be honest, if I was going to be one of them, I'd be Goofus. Gallon was just annoying. He's unbearable. Yeah, he was on the Arthur spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of Goofus to Arthur. (laughs) Where do you lie? Yeah, on a scale of Goofus to Gallon, Goofus being zero and gallant being 10 where do you place yourself mm. um i don't remember these two goofus and gallant, you don't? Well, gallant always no. does the right thing essentially and he has like really nicely okay. combed hair and then goofus is like this like bum skateboarder dude who like is, yeah, yeah. just does like nefarious little criminal acts hmm. i'd I say think- like i'm a five probably what, it was straight down the middle? Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of a teacher's pet, I reckon. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Are you a teacher's pet in school? That's yeah. So uh, actually, this is a funny really point. Really bad. Because you know how when we went to high school, we obviously, um, it wasn't like normal high school because we were wearing 
like strange clothes and blah 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 and we were from a strange no place. deodorant no shaving our legs i think we had deodorant oh yeah we did have deodorant no but makeup yeah, shaving yeah okay no makeup no um but i don't think that was the problem i think it was more like we were i think it was like the clothes first and foremost and, and also then we like, were like the social awkwardness yeah exactly anyway so now i'm like i wonder because you know how there's all these groups in high school so now i'm really curious of what like group i'm gonna be in in university because it's like my first time as an actual uh entity human where would you place entity. yourself well i don't know but it's it's gonna you know it will like once the dust settles we'll find out i guess won't we where do you no, think that's you're worrying because you've been there for like two months already so if you're not in a group yet you're probably in like the outcasts <laughs> <laughs> she did say she eats lunch on the stairs instead like, of in the cafeteria she's just there with her like sparse little vegan meal on the stairs away yeah. from everyone no, else. let me tell you about this situation so they're like a, they're you can get a either a free meal or you pay a little subsidy I think it's like four euros for a meal uh, at the cafeteria. Um, but it's quite far away. So often I don't have time to go there. And then like the food isn't well, like there isn't any vegan options. Let's just put it like that. Uh, so I always bring lunch. That's the long and the short. Um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> let's stick to the short version, please. <laughs> We can't have any more elderly deaths on our hands. The long ain't needed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm about to pass in summer, away. There's a whole courtyard you can sit and eat your lunch, which is wonderful in the sun. But guess what? It's not summer anymore. So there's nowhere <laughs> to sit. So we end up sitting on the stairs. But it's quite like a it's very cold and drafty. Drafty? Anyway, that's the that's the whole thing I wanted to say about that. God, I've just realized why like no one was calling the ambulance because like the guy <laughs> before he had his heart attack, he was like, if "Do I not down, resuscitate." Uh, no one, no one save me, please. Uh. <laughs> if I have to Until think about this leaves. story one more time. <laughs> Until she goes off on her bike, then I'll I'll come back to life. Sarah's just throwing parsley. You know what happened is he was just pretending he was dead to make Sarah go away. And Maybe he just had a little uh, nap. Like, old people do not care. Yeah. Um, no. I think I'm almost there. Like, I think I'm to the eight. Like, I think I could identify with, like, an 80-year-old mm -hmm. because I just don't care anymore. Where are it's you guys? It is, yeah. yeah. Getting there. Recently, I got more and more there because I've just realized, like, everyone has these expectations but no one actually cares what you do Everyone's honestly so hard to like please everyone else and like no one even cares like you can do whatever you want and like people don't really care it's people only care about like what immediately affects them the the other thing i've realized which is like a weird thing to say but like i think people want you to like i think your friends want you to be really successful but not more successful than them <laughs> It's you know so I mean? true. Well, maybe you like, have bad friends then. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I can't say yeah. no, they want me to be successful for sure. But like, yeah. Because like, in... sometimes Sorry, your man. friends don't grow with you. Like, they're like, oh, it's so annoying that he's successful. Maybe they're just competitive, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they should want you to be successful. Yeah, I really want my friends to be successful. Why Me not? too, so, yeah. I would love it if one of them just won the lottery, then I could just leech off them for the rest of my life. Meanwhile, Saz is just waiting for me and Greg to fail. She's over there in her corner like... <laughs> what if she already won the lottery, Kelda? That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be so would crazy. I tell any of you guys if she I won the lottery. I don't think she would. She wouldn't. That's she so wouldn't. messed up. What's Why? that bit of silver she's playing with? She may have come into some money already. <laughs> yeah, what is that? A diamond crusted ring. 
What's a silver ring? Huh. Promise between my diamonds like... are somewhere else. I'm not. Are you and Fran engaged? No. Well, kind of for visa purposes. We should just make dramatic announcements on the pod just to get like more listeners. <laughs> I don't know if that will work. Look at Claude. Right oh my now. gosh, Claude is attacking. <laughs> She's letting up turn. <laughs> <laughs> just calling Claudette's hair, it's horrendous. She's You're like, gonna see me eaten alive on the podcast. Yeah, like most people, cats wait till they die before they start eating. <laughs> Claude is going in now. Claude is like, I need a little bite. Oh my gosh, straight to the face. Straight to the face now. Go away. Yeah. Uh, um, I, oh, I don't you know think what we people need to would... talk about. Okay, tell me. The turkey in the room. Thanksgiving. Yep. So oh, how do you doing? feel about Thanksgiving as a vegan? I literally have no thoughts. <laughs> when is it? It's on Thursday. Are any I of you guys doing like October? Guys, oh my I just gosh. had a text that I need to Such put a, a hot water thing on the stove. Can I go there it quickly? Because I no. Go quickly, quick. Hurry up. No, they're going to throw you out of your nice house. Yeah, um, um, yeah on, we're doing Thanksgiving. Doing for... So we're uh, some new friends we have here. We're going over to their place. And we only met them yesterday, but just kidding. Oh, my God. I just wanted to scare you. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, no, we, we met them yesterday and we'll be spending... <laughs> From Thanksgiving to Christmas. You know, that house. is such a Texas thing to do, though. Like, yesterday I was at a book talk at this bookstore. Okay. And the Barnes author... And Nobles. No, Ten... it was not a no. chain. Okay. Okay. It's called Book People. It's very original. Um, but actually very original is redundant. I don't think you're supposed to say that. But anyway, yeah, so we were at Book Talk and the guy was like, yeah, and in my, he was just talking about something. He's like, in my Uber home, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, you do realize you're in Texas, like no one's going to let you get an Uber home. They're going to like try to drive you home now that you've said that. And he was like, oh, he looked like really worried about it. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. Yeah. Have you heard <laughs> of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Isn't that like a horror movie? That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, that might happen at the Thanksgiving. Like, they'll use the turkey knife, you know, the electric mm. turkey knife. Um, but what? Okay, what's the let's, plan? Let's take a moment to talk about favorite Thanksgiving dishes at the moment. Um, my favorite right now i think is the stuffing or dressing as some people say uh, i do have to say i love the stuffing yeah it's... i don't say dressing who says dressing, dressing well i was talking stomach. to someone about it yesterday and they called it dressing and they're from texas so i assume that must be what they call it in texas then or that person was just pulling your leg <laughs> maybe excuse me she knows um... i'm new to texas so no, I think they call it dressing here. Isn't that weird? Yeah. What Some do they people call make it gravy. Hmm. Gravy. Mm. Some people well, make it like, here uh... with uh, like oysters. Isn't Sorry. that odd? No, I've never heard of that. No. No, that sounds. Pardon my french disgusting <laughs> it does oh, sound quite I do amuse myself the only <laughs> a party of one count that as a oh, god i can't talk um greg what do you think about oyster stuffing or as they call it in texas oyster dressing well, right now I'm, it's a very topical question because right now I'm on a seafood diet. What? And by that I mean I see food and I eat it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't like seafood, so I would hate it personally. Oh, really? You don't like any seafood? 
But no, sorry, are they cooking just... the oysters? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. It'd be like way too chewy. It would just the be like, is... yeah, it would be like rubber. No, I do not do it. God, it sounds horrendous. No, I'm not oh, doing like it. I'm not. I I like making a mushroom mushroom stuffing is really good, like with wild mushrooms in it. Mm. Delish. What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish, Greg? Um, oh, I love. You know, it's not really a dish, but I. Love I didn't say mine. <laughs> we were just worried it would take another thirty minutes. Mine is pumpkin pie. Oh, okay, so Greg, good. you can say yours. Mine is, uh, well, I love like turkey with that cranberry sauce. Oh, that's so good. The cranberries, yeah, yeah. the fresh or Nothing the cooked well one? Amazing. Definitely the fresh, definitely. That's a good point. I should take my German family to a, um, to a, like, I wonder if there's like an American restaurant or something. I'm sure there's somewhere that serves like American Thanksgiving just because it's such like for any like expats, maybe. Yeah, that'd know. be really cool. That's a good idea, actually. When is Thanksgiving again? On Thursday. We're getting excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, the true, chick yeah. has the whole week off school, so he's actually home right now. The whole oh, week. Cool. It's insane. My goodness. They love Thanksgiving over there. It's, it's such a big holiday. No, I would argue, fight me on this, it's the best holiday because you don't have to give gifts, which is like way too much pressure. All you do is cook and eat and like hang out with everyone you like. Like how much, how cool really is that? Good. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not there. So that would be, that's slightly worrying that you're hanging exactly. out with everyone you like. <laughs> I mean, isn't Thanksgiving like notorious that like people get into like massive debates, like brawls? Yeah, it is because traditionally people hang out with like their really extended family. Yeah. So then, like, you never get along with all of those people. But like, the way I always do it is just friendsgiving. So then it's like really nice because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like only people you like. Yeah. Yeah, I, had, I don't understand like why people get so angry at about each other with political stuff because it's like so I, pointless. I, I swear, no one ever wins. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you see a Facebook argument, people go back and forth for hours just making their points. Yeah, ne I've never once seen that the other person goes, "You know what? Good point. Yeah, you're right. You've changed my viewpoint." It's yeah, just it's... always ridiculous. But here's a question for you. Do you ever have, like, not in social media, maybe, but in general, do you have like a thing where you change your opinion? Or do you go into it being like, this is my opinion, I will not change? Because it's the whole time. But like, for me, it's like always. But I think I'm very open minded compared to most people. I change my opinions, but it takes me like more than just the middle of the argument like it takes me to like mm. think about it and like accept that my pride has been hurt slightly because i'm are wrong. we talking only about arguments though or what just in general right yeah yeah i think but, like for me it again like you said child it takes me a bit of time the like, best way to change someone's mind is to like be reasonable, not to like mm -hmm. shove your opinion down their throat. That's the issue. Yeah. That's what annoys me in like today's culture. I feel like people, if you have a disagreement, then it, it immediately jumps into like this kind of like sports team thing where it's like, yeah, oh, you're a bad person. Like, no, like it's just a different opinion. And yeah. that's really annoying because debate is like really important in society. And mm -hmm. if you just, if, if someone's ostracized for having a different opinion, for example, like with coronavirus, that was really annoying because like people got like so were so much taking sides. And it's like, doesn't mean your friend is like a terrible person because they have a different opinion on something that's like quite new than you. It doesn't mean they're like trying to kill grannies or 
um, the opposite, like if, if, if they want to have vaccines, that's also fine. You know, like who cares? Yeah. It it's like a when, personal like, thing. It shouldn't be like, yeah. yeah. It annoys me when like people even like will form opinions and like say, or not be friends with someone because they have different opinions or beliefs. Cause that's like so ridiculous. I mean, of course, if it's like a, a really like aggressive belief, like race, a racist or something like mm. that, that's different. But if it's like which political party you support or who you vote for or whatever, that's just like, to me, it's really dumb. Cause like, surely, you know, it doesn't matter if they're a good person, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I think this tribalness is like the worst thing ever recently. So annoying. Yeah. Like what happened well, to I Nuance? Think it's the best thing ever. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh my god, she was. She was trying to create controversy. Sarah, Sarah is the biggest instigator. Like we used to call her harass Harrison because she just yeah, loves to stir the pot. Mm. If she no, was at Thanksgiving, backwards. Yeah, that too. But like. If she was at Thanksgiving, she would just like poke the turkey until someone got mad at her. Until it popped. <laughs> exactly. Remember it's so, this? It's very strange, isn't it? It's very like, I think when I was young, I was like way more opinionated. And now I barely have the energy to have an opinion. You can barely it. talk anymore. Which is not conducive. Think... To this I just think I've met like so many great people from like all different types of opinions, including like opinions that like I strongly, strongly disagree with, but I can still see that they're like a, a really good person, like, or do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. even though I strongly disagree, if, if you put like a stereotype on that person, I would probably say, oh, I don't, I don't like them, but then maybe I meet them and I'm like, oh, this is a really cool person. Uh, I don't know. It, it's I find it really annoying how like and also like everyone wants to cancel things or like oh, I, know. I think freedom of speech is really important as long as you're not like actively attacking another group or do you know what I mean yeah like inciting violence or whatever agreed that's, that's awesome. although I do think we should cancel Greg right now <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Dr. Loud and loud there's okay. fire before we get any more philosophical, let's uh, do our words of wisdom and Ooh, say words. I do. Greg has been waiting for this moment for an hour now. I'm just thinking about, is there some way I can relate it to Thanksgiving? I, I have one for Thanksgiving. Go. Let's hear it. Begin each day and end each day with gratitude. Because gratitude, my friends, <laughs> I've become like so unwise on this podcast. Sorry, like I, I used to actually, I used to actually have like good stuff to say, and now I just say cliches. Isn't that what why are you there? saying like... that, Gelda? Anyway, no, I think actually gratitude is a is a good thing. If that's what we can get out of you. this. Because, like, it really reframes your life, like, when you look at it from a lens of gratitude. And honestly, like, all three of us sitting here won the lottery of birth. Like, out of everyone in, like, millennia of human history, like, we are the most fortunate, like, we are in the most fortunate 1% of people who have ever lived as far as, like, our quality of life. So... I do think like it's important to remember that when you feel down about stuff. It's like it's can can be annoying when people say be grateful, but also like it is a good way to frame stuff. That's what some people say, by the way, is that like a middle class person in a Western country now has way like they have access, for example, compared to Tutankhamun, they have, you know, millions of the equivalent of millions of libraries on their mobile phone. They have this crazy food options, like everything. Yeah. We're just missing out on like pyramids and stuff, I guess. Well, I kind of want like 800 servants. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Queen KK. My God. Right, I want to hear Sarah's word of wisdom. Oh, I don't have one. Um, I'll think of one while you while you're thinking of yours, Greg. While you're doing yours. Here's mine. So I recently moved, um, and I'm moving then again to Thailand in January. So it's a temporary move. And what's interesting for me was like I was even though I was really quite un, like a little bit unhappy in the apartment that I was living in. I was like, ah, oh, but it's so hard to move, you know, like better the devil, you know, and what's interesting is like, we're so scared of change. I think people in general are, and now that I've made a change, like, it's so good. Like, I'm really happy about it. So that's like really interesting. It was a really interesting realization, like how we're also scared of change. And yet it's like, it, it really like instigates growth as well. So yeah. But like, why are we also scared of change? I don't know. It's interesting. Because it's unknown. Yeah, I guess so. It's a good one. Change so, can, like, forcing yourself out yeah. of your comfort zone is so valuable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but then you have to find a level of comfort as well to relax in as well. That is my <laughs> word of wisdom. Wait, what was it that says like crawls into a hole and stays? If there? I was a spider, yeah, I would just that's like go hide somewhere. Oh, that's her level of comfort. Just yeah, for their little spindly legs. For example, okay, <sighs> I'll do an example instead of a Ooh, word of wisdom. Ooh, a story. We might die. <laughs> Maybe if you stopped interrupting me, they wouldn't be so long. This is why your podcast listeners are going down, because there's just a few going heart attacks every week. <laughs> heart attacks are not caused by boring stories. Anyway, when I moved here, very uncomfortable, new country, new culture, um, by myself after nine years of being in a relationship. I'm still in a relationship, but just a no. long distance situationship. Um, so in order to uh, make myself at home, I made like a little nest of my room. I made it all nice. And that's like my safe space at the end of the day of dealing with all the new experiences. That's really good. Yeah. Shout out Ikea. Also, Ikea. Ikea, Ikea. They call also I'm very proud of you, Saz, because that was like a really big thing to do. Uh, what about my challenge, by the way? <laughs> I mean, we had been telling you to do that for like five years. Greg, you're like living exactly. in the lap of luxury. Huh? Yeah, you're, you're like, like living live in, in the best situation possible. But we're like people are just cooking anyway. and cleaning for you. I love it. Well, I did put the two in common. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I better go actually because they're back. No. Okay. But no, I'm proud of you too, Greg. I'm proud of all of us. Oh, I'm, I'm proud too. of you, Kelda. Kelda, I want to hear. Can you tell more about like your teacher pet stories on the next podcast? Sure. It's a bit cringe, though. I know, but maybe we need to get Simon on to talk about them. Uh, bring him on. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. But I feel like Simon would be a teacher's pet as well, though. Uh, yeah. I don't know sure. if he cares, like, what the teacher thinks. Uh, maybe he's, maybe he'd, like, be the teacher critic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, by the way, that guy in my class who, like, thinks uh, he's the teacher has gotten, like, worse and worse. Oh, no. It's a monster. Please talk about him on the next podcast. He was such an interesting character. The okay. one who got your pencil, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the podcast needs more cringe. Bring some cringe. Oh, you know what week. happened, Greg? The other what? day, he it was the end of class, and he said to the teacher, like, oh, did you get my pencil that so-and-so borrowed? They never gave it back to me. And I was like, you are a hypocrite. <laughs> that is horrendous, this yeah. guy. Yeah, he is so, oh, guy. I can't even. And I can tell you... 
next week is not two weeks from now about the 30 person project that I'm managing oh, no. and the absolute, I mean, I I've feel like many you're secretly loving my life <laughs> and this is probably the worst of them. Yeah, Sarah, like, I feel like you're never happier than when you're really stressed and complain yeah. about how stressed you are. I feel like you are secretly loving it. Look at your face. You look like a cat in cream. The cat that got the cheese. All right, let's go. Since I have to edit this. Let's close and clean up. Thank, thank you, you loyal listeners. <laughs> yeah, bye thank bye. you, loyal listeners. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.